Uh, Ball Guys podcast underway, and I barely, barely made it here. I was racing down Highway 169, doing about 75 miles an hour and watching Stranger Things at the same time. (laughs) It it, it didn't go well for me. Did you guys hear about the, the knucklehead that was doing that? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right here in Minnesota, it was. Uh, was it a younger, like a younger gal? I think TJ that uh, that was doing that. And well, I've heard that story before of people getting pulled over while watching TV on their phone and driving down the road. I didn't hear the Stranger Things thing, but yeah, I will say this: I don't blame her. Stranger Things season four is really good. It is. It is. We just wrapped it up uh, at my place last night. But don't you feel like it needs to be watched on a screen that's bigger than this, though? Yes. Yes. I think the bigger think the screen, the better. There's not a lot of things that should be watched on a screen that size. Right. <laughs> right. And, you know, maybe a YouTube video here and there, some right. TikTok dances or, or whatever. Right. But, uh, yeah, I, I think Stranger Things needs to be on a big screen. And it's always dark. Like, the scenes are always pitch black. And if you're not watching at night, you can't make out anything that's happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this season is much more terrifying than past seasons. And it's resurrecting some really great music. How about Metallica climbing yeah. the charts with yeah. Master of Puppets? I don't think that song ever even made it on the charts when it was new. Yeah, it they're, didn't, it didn't need to be. they're elated, right? They're like, yeah. yes, they're partying with Kate Bush right now. Yep. Like, yeah, we're back on the charts, baby. <laughs> what year is it? Top Gun is in record for uh, longest time. Before making the charts, it was like 27 years. Yeah. Where did he Kate Bush, Metallica, Top yeah. Guns in theaters. Top Guns. <laughs> We're in Cold War with Russia. What year is it? Well, any, anybody else voluntarily want to go back to the 80s? I certainly yeah. will. I will, right? I will go I'll be the first, in the, no. first in the time capsule. Yeah. Well, fellas, uh, I, it's weird that here we sit in July, middle of July, and we're gonna we're gonna put a lot of focus on uh, hockey on the uh, podcast today because uh, the Minnesota Wild things are not going well over there at uh, Bill Guerin's office. I love Bill Guerin. I'll start with that. He's my favorite GM of all of them here in the, in the state. But ah, things are not going well in, in Bill's office. And we'll start with the uh, the goalie situation. And the news broke yesterday that uh, Cam Talbot has been uh, shipped, off, shipped off to basically NHL's version of Siberia, the Ottawa Senators. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you get yeah. for, for smarting off to the boss and, and, uh, and tell him you're going to cause trouble on the team. So they re-signed, uh, the fl- they re-signed Flower, so he's coming back and that that wasn't music to Talbot's ears, especially after what happened in the playoffs. I think Talbot wanted to be the guy, uh, and and you know, obviously, who wouldn't, right? We saw such success though with the two of them rotating. So you know, if you're really in it for the team and in it to win it, you know, stick with what's working and 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 do it. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure the Wild were thinking there's no way we're going to be able to pay to keep both of these guys on the on the payroll. So you keep your Hall of Famer, yet he's aging. Yeah. So is he going to be your guy? And then you end up with what's his name, Gustavson from yeah. Ottawa that comes over. He's going to be your backup. Gustafson, yeah, yeah. He's he's going to end up being your your backup. And I gotta believe that looking at his stats out of Ottawa, that that's the way it's going to be. Flurry's the guy. Gustavson is there to to back him up, and and maybe that's the way it's going to work for them. I hope that once you get more consistent with Flurry. 
that he's a little bit better than he was when we got into the to the first round of the playoffs. But yeah, I was bummed to see Talbot go. I really thought he was a good goaltender. Um, Me too. Uh, I'm really excited that Flurry is still there. I mean, uh, he can be really, really great at times. And I'm sure the front office is thinking, we're going to sell more Flurry jerseys than any other jersey uh, when it comes to goaltenders this year. So maybe there's something to do with that too. I'm, I'm sure it's a money thing, but... A little bit echo here. Sorry about that. But in the playoffs, they, they didn't do the rotation thing. I And I think that probably hurt them, don't you? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think Talbot earned the right to start game one. And I I get I get Fleury's resume. I get his Hall of Fame career. But all just everything being equal and, and what had happened throughout the – I mean, Talbot 32-12-4 last year, you guys. Yeah. Under three goals a game and three shutouts in the regular season, I I don't know how you don't give him the start in game one. And I think that that, that they ended up that ended up costing. Well, I mean there were other factors, but that that didn't help them in their attempt to uh, to beat the Blues. Well, and is it is it I want to win right now, or is it I want to win in a year or two from now? I like the win right now philosophy because you know what i'm a minnesota sports fan and i'm tired of waiting for uh for for the wins to come along but they also signed that kid down in iowa that mcintyre goaltender who played pretty well they signed him to an extension so he's a a cab ride away from coming up and playing in st paul if we needed to as well so maybe uh if he's really lights out down in des moines and gustavson is not then maybe this kid ends up being, you know, the the heir to Mark Andre Fleury, so to speak, down the road. But I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna need solid play out of Fleury right out of the gate because I don't think McIntyre is the guy soon, and Gustavson is at this point coming out of Ottawa is is a backup. He's just a backup. His uh, numbers from last year. Uh, I'll run them real quick for you. Gustavson's numbers from. 2021-22, five wins, 12 losses, one tie, a 3.55 goals against average, and zero shutouts. Uh, that That's similar to Dougie's stats in, in boot hockey uh, mm-hmm. with the com- community ed, so that's not that's real. Not fair. I, I just put my headphones back on. I caught my name with nothing else. <laughs> Timing's everything. Timing <laughs> uh, is everything. Yeah. Uh, he got his headphones I, off. Let's make fun of him. This, I mean, this to, I don't know if this is even uh, an equal comparison, but it's like the Vikings and their backup quarterback, Sean Mannion. Right. It's like, come on, really? How, yeah. how serious are you about winning as a team when you have that lousy of a backup? And I kind of feel that's what the Wild have done. They have created some, some salary cap room, which was desperately needed, but I, I, boy, to do that on the back of a uh, your backup goalie or your second I don't know that that's the spot to do it. Well, it'll be interesting to see what they do with the little bit of money they freed up then because if you watch the draft, take take the draft for what it's worth. You know, like I, right. it's not like an NFL draft. These guys get drafted, round of applause, they get their hat, mom and dad French kiss on TV or whatever the heck was going on. Whoa. And uh, But then it's a while before these guys ever get to the big show if at all ever, right? Yeah. So yeah, we 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 picked up eight guys in the draft. Six of those guys were forwards, and in my mind, I kept thinking if Flurry's going to be our guy, he could be really good, but he needs a defense in front of him. He needs some guys that'll go to war for him. 
So what will we do with that extra cap space? Will we beef up our defense a little bit? Because it looks like, or down the road in the hopefully not too distant future, we're working on beefing up our forwards for sure. Six of our guys were forwards. We did, did pick up a center in the draft too. That would be nice to win some faceoffs once in a while. Sure, right. So, so yeah, it's the cap it's, room though. Could they could they sign another goalie like a different backup? I mean, was that kind of the plan? Was we don't really have a solid backup backup right now? So now we got room. That's a good question. I don't know. And hey, maybe Gustafsson is the lights out goalie that needs also a team in front of him. And we never, we just don't know it yet. You know, these guys get hot and cold and they'll run for, you know, a solid couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden they're off the rails and it's next man up. So, um, I don't know. I, I like flurry. What's Talbot was like two years younger than flurry though. So neither one of them is a spring chicken. Right. Right. Yep. But it was just, it was nice to be in that position though, where you had two quality mm-hmm. goaltenders. And you're exactly right, TJ. It's so, you know, cyclical and it's just, you know, they're good for viewing and then they're horrible. And then it's like, okay, put the other guy in. And, yeah. and, and you're going to have to score some goals too. I mean, your goaltender can do so much to keep the score low on one end, but you got to put up points too. And if your guys are stuck in Russia in political turmoil, then you might have an issue at the start of the season come October, November. Uh, that's why I'm nervous about the wild. So mm-hmm. the the goaltender's gone, so we lose him. Uh, Talbot goes away, and then you've got Fiala gone, and that's 85 points that you got to find somewhere. Wow. Good luck. That's not yeah. easy to replace. We're getting Spence back in. There he is. There we go. Caught up on the conversation here, but so uh, Spence, we, we're talking about you know Talbot being gone, and then that's that's one strike against the Wild. Another big strike against them is losing Kevin Fiala and and his eighty five points. So uh, there's a- another uh, weakness now for the team. Yeah, you- that makes me nervous a little bit because that guy he was just coming on. I, I, yeah. I get it's probably a money thing why you can't keep him, but man, what an exceptional year! The other thing is he played really well with uh, Kirill, too. So that, this is going to hurt a little bit, I think. And that's kind of where we were leading. Will Kirill be there? Is the yeah, is the, the fake military ID at whatever it was, age 17 or something like that, going to come back and, and bite him? Because as we've seen, it doesn't take much to get locked in the slammer in Russia for yeah. minor infractions over that's things. Pretty, we're still trying right? to get our basketball player yeah. back. Brittany Griner will tell you all about that. (laughs) So uh, how are we feeling about uh, Carell? The the last report, and it's hard because it's it's sketchy and you're not sure what's rumor and what's fact, but the last report was he's tried twice to come back into the country and was denied both times. That's terrifying. That doesn't bode well at all. No, that's horrible. That's horrible. That's horrible. Yeah. Right. So he's trying to get out, but he can't. And I, I, I don't know what the what the holdup is. If he's if they want him to join the military, if that's the the issue, if the fact that it was an illegal ID that he had. If they're more upset about that, I don't know which is the case. But maybe it's both. I'm not sure. But yeah, it's a big problem. I think the story is too that he had an exemption for uh, from military service that ran out the end of June. And so if they want to stick to the letter of the law, they could they could force him to pick up a gun and 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 go fight. They could send him to Ukraine, oh. I suppose, right? 
Yeah, I mean, that's uh, I got to imagine that's what it'd be. If they start running short on troops, then, you Can know, you imagine? I, I can't. <laughs> it would be, it's just it's the that. 21st century. It's hard for me to imagine like all of this is going on right now. Not just the Russia-Ukraine thing, but the whole pro athletes and the way they're being treated over there and whether they're Russian or American or any of that, it's just mind boggling. And how come it takes so long to get through that process, that legal process. Well, and then you wonder how much of it is, is actually just straight up politics too. I mean, she wasn't the most popular athlete when she was here because she was one of those kind of boycotting the national anthem being played. So maybe she kind of got put on the back burner going, well, you know what? You don't need us. Maybe we don't need you. We'll get to you when we get to you. I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, for such a, it seems like such a minor infraction, but anything that Russia can find right now to hold right. against the U.S., I mean, they're grasping at anything. And uh, Brittany Griner, the perfect example of that, it was, it was what, a little bit of uh, oil in a, uh, yeah. In a vape, I think. Vape, wasn't it? Vape, vape pen. pen or vape, yeah. 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 I THC mean, THC thing in a vape pen. I mean, it'll just get much lo- smaller than that. Keep it on the down low and slide that through legislation. It becomes legal and nobody knows it. <laughs> Before you know it, you can have Before your gummies you and nobody right. knows. All of a sudden, everybody's one day, good. Everybody's happy. There's Does, a play some hockey. Does Kirill have these problems if he only scored 15 goals last year? Yeah, that's a good question. Right. Yeah. Makes me a little nervous too because we drafted a Russian. And like I said, it'll be, it's always a little while before these kids ever hit the ice in the pros for the most part. There's, you know, you have your exceptions of young guys that come right out and play right away. But will that kid be able to get to where he's going to play some, to play some hockey? I think, you know, just looking at him and his highlight reel after the draft, if we get, if we get some of these guys on the ice with Kirill as he gets a little more seasoned and into that veteran role, that'll be a, pretty solid offensive hockey team and we just got to hope that defense can protect that goaltender and that they can get here on an airplane <laughs> right they'll be allowed to Jeez. leave the country right uh isn't it i think the story goes that putin's a big hockey guy isn't he isn't he oh, yeah. hockey he plays hockey doesn't he <laughs> have you ever seen the video of when he went out and played Oh, I would love uh, to. I don't think. Oh I my gosh, you got to YouTube it and watch because he's out there, and I, he's not a terrible skater, better skater yeah. than I am for sure. But <laughs> okay. he gets out there, and how would you like to be the goaltender <laughs> that has to try to defend the goal? Oh, and Vladimir Putin is <laughs> That's not out. fair. Uh-uh. I think he scored a half a dozen goals in that game on like seven shots. Oh, but if, he did. If I remember right. I, 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 that's a stat I'm just making up, but it is absurd like that. Of course, you're going <laughs> to let him score every time he shoots right? if it's on net. Right. So, the, one save, the one save he did make, they, they shipped him off to the Ottawa Senators. After- <laughs> <laughs> like the gulag? Yep. He's splitting time yep. with Talbot. Yeah, it's yep. the gulag yeah, of that. <laughs> well, maybe, do we, have a, do we have a spot? Does he play any goalie? Is Putin a goalie? Could he be the backup? And then he, he and Kirill get on the flight together. There we go. Fly. I out. can think of a lot of people that would like to take some slap shots at Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Are you so, kidding me? You, you don't think that, everybody. Would, that wouldn't sell some tickets? Right? <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, so so there it is. Worst case scenario, if if the Wild and Billy Garen are looking at, and, and fans of the team like us, are looking at no Talbot, um, no Fiala, no, no Kaprizov, I mean, do you even what's the point 
I mean, yeah. seriously, if Kaprizov isn't playing this year, what is the point? I mean, I they right. don't have a prayer no. of even getting into the playoffs. Yeah, I was trying to think of a clever joke there, but there's nothing. It's just awful. Yeah, <laughs> it's it'd be really bad if he if those guys aren't there. That's a nightmare. It's yeah. it's too bad for words, and yet we're we're this close to that happening. That being yeah. the situation. There should be a way that they can declare it a rebuilding year and then just drop the price of tickets like 70%. Just yeah. so you know what? We're sorry. We're not going to put the product out there. We know it. You know it. Yeah. Discount. Please come watch us. $10 tickets. Just come. Come and watch um, Putin in goal as the backup. <laughs> right. <laughs> of course, it's mid-July and we're freaking out about it. We I still know. have a little yeah, bit of time, but... That's what we do. That's what yeah. we do in Minnesota. Yeah. Welcome uh, to Minnesota. Is, is there anybody that, that lose some respect for Talbot? Because he kind of, let's face it, he kind of whined his way out of Minnesota, right? He said, I'm going to be an issue for you, Bill Guerin. I'm not, I'm not going to be the team guy. I'm not going to be the guy that went, yeah, I'll share it with, with Flurry, and, and we'll, we'll do like we did last year, and I'm cool about the playoffs. He obviously said something that, that triggered Bill Guerin to make a move. Because Garen, like as of a week ago, was like, screw him. He's under contract. He has to play here. Right. A week later, he's gone. I heard it was it was his agent, too, that mouthed off. So I don't, I don't know if, yeah. if he was, a, you know, just a spokesperson for Cam or if that was just the, the agent saying what he did. But I don't know. Maybe both. I don't know. But I can't blame Cam, especially in the position he was in where he probably felt like, hey, I've finally gotten an opportunity to start. I am a starter on one of these 32 teams in the NHL, and I'd like to be given that opportunity. I don't want to share it. I understand that. Um, if the goal is to make money and be a starter, then there you go. But if the goal is to win a Stanley Cup, then you got to put yourself into uh, a scenario with coworkers, so to speak, that are going to help you get there. You're not going to do it all by yourself. So um, if, you're, if your mindset is me, 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 then yeah, go to Ottawa. Have a good time. <laughs> you got what you wanted. Yeah. Uh and you're right. I think age, I think age plays into it for him as well. It's not like he's a young guy where he's like, well, eventually I'll get my time. He I think he kind of thought that was his time until right. he showed up. Yeah. It's too bad. I liked him. Yeah. Well, it was a good situation for the Wild at the time. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Uh let's talk some baseball because it is July and uh the Twins and the Brewers are going to uh lock horns again this afternoon. Not such a good outcome last night. What a horrible game to be at. I mean, you not only do, do the Twins get uh, spanked pretty good by the by the Brew crew, it takes like 8 hours to get it done because they three? Had three rain delays. Ugh. And one of them apparently was just massive. Like they said it looked like a monsoon on the field. Oh, Puddles left in the outfield after it was over. <laughs> Good Lord. I saw so many people complaining about, you know, build a roof, put a roof on your uh, your stadium. I'm like, not for baseball. Mm-mm. You know, if you're going to have a, a football stadium with a retractable roof, I'm fine with that. Um, or, you know, or, or obviously the Vikings playing in the dead of winter, hopefully late into the season. Uh, a roof is a good thing. Baseball in April is a little tough, but the rest of the time you got to have that thing wide open. You can't play inside. So you got to stop complaining about that. I couldn't agree more. Do you guys remember going into the Metrodome on a beautiful summer day? Yeah. You were like, oh my God, why am I going inside? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a killer. It was the worst. And you really never felt close to the game at the Metrodome. When you're in a big enclosed space like yeah. that, I don't know why you never felt close to the game. 
playing. Whereas at some points, you know, in some spots at Target Field, you can feel that way. And then you were always angled wrong, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even you're, uh, if you bought the good seat right along the third baseline, you're still with your head turned yeah. that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch yeah. the game right. You know? Wake up the next morning, you're like, why is my neck <laughs> hurting so bad? Oh, yeah. the Twins game last night. Right. Yeah, it was, it was you walk into the Metrodome for a football game and you go, "Oh, this is what it was built for." Sure. Okay. And then baseball is just it's all kitty wampus. Uh two all-star selections, reserves, uh Buxton and Arise are going. Spencer, it was are those the right picks? Did somebody get snubbed on the picks? What how do you feel about those? Well, Arise should have made it uh, uh, without being a reserve, but and and Buxton certainly his batting average is a little bit low, but man, when he's healthy, when he's healthy, he's the best center fielder in baseball. I mean, he deserves to be in. I know he's got the leg injury now, but he's only hitting what two twenty or something. But right, I mean, arise with three fifty right now or something. I mean, yeah. good lord, yeah. I mean, no brainer. Yeah, they they should have been voted in, but again, it's Minnesota. Yeah. Buxton seems like he's so hot and cold too, right? Like one day he's got all the stats and the next day he's like a ghost. Ice cold. Gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How many of our pitchers made the all-star team? Well, how about that bullpen? Yeah, mm. boy, they really were. Trying to <laughs> find it was on display last there. night though, right? Like the teams, teams that are relatively equal as far as leading their divisions, which team had the stronger bullpen? Oh, bullpen? Not even close. Oh, yeah, yeah. You better I have the lead against Milwaukee late in the game because you're not. There's no comebacks. <laughs> no, it's well, not. Started yesterday, Winder, right? Yeah, so, Josh yeah. Winder, uh, Winder pitcher for the yeah. Twins. He got he got battered around pretty good. Well, it was his birthday, so I think they assumed he was just going to be given a complete game. But uh, oh, yeah, that's that how it works. Yeah, but just apparently not. Around. Nobody told Milwaukee, so well, that's what he asked for. Yeah, who doesn't who doesn't go give him what he asked for for his birthday list? Milwaukee's jerks. <laughs> uh, trade deadline coming up, uh, what, beginning of August, I guess. And a lot of speculation, and that's all it is. Because that just guessing that is like trying to guess how the, hey, how the first 30 picks of the NFL draft going to go. It's it, you just You're grasping at straws there. So let me ask you this instead. Uh, Spence, you've watched your share of Twins games this year. Uh, who would you subtract from? from this team right now trying to guess who you're going to add is just it's not even worth wasting the time but if if say two people three people are added to the team who are you fine with going bye-bye oh wow that's tricky yeah i i hate to say this but a rise might be a guy i mean he's having a hot years a lot of talk about him oh trade wise okay is that what you're talking about the twins, well, I mean, you know, d- designating for assignments, sending down to the minor leagues, making room for some additions. Uh, oh, you'd get a haul for a rise right now in a trade. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't know that that's oof, especially because you kind of know that Correa is not going to be back next year. So, oof, that would be two, two major holes. Um, I don't know. Bullpen wise, are we, are we, are we done waiting for Duffy? God, I hope not. <laughs> Still waiting, waiting to see if he right. can. I know he's pitched better over the last month or so, but oh uh, man, I, I see. Know. I see. Lewis is ahead of schedule, so uh, 
if he were going to be a guy that we bring over from St. Paul and play him all the time in the major leagues, then would you go with somebody that's in that position now? If he's yeah, going to be the guy, look at, and if Correa is done at the end of the year, do you get something for him at the trade deadline and just say, "Hey, listen, <laughs> I don't know who plays short." To be honest with you, uh, Nikki Gordon, I don't know, but uh, do you get a haul for him before he's just gone? Gone. It's not a terrible idea, but you hate to see him go. He's such a leader in the bull, or not the bullpen, but in the in the yeah. locker room right now. I mean, he's. For a guy that came to a brand new team and had never had anything to do with any of these guys, the way that the team itself gelled together yeah. is just spectacular. I mean, that's all they talk about in interviews is how much fun we have outside of it. So I, I guess if, if I was going to answer that question, and I, I don't think it's probably a popular vote, but I am not big on Gordon at all, especially when I put him on the outfield. I think he's just a liability out there. And I know he's an infielder by trade, so either maybe get him back into the infield but get him out of the outfield. Just stupid throwing errors and bad <laughs> angles and drop balls. I don't know. I'm yeah. not a fan. Yeah, I wouldn't mind them trading him. I don't see them trading Correa. They probably won't make any big trades at all with the no. current roster. I mean, you're, you're still in first place. You're likely, I know, in the division, you're likely still to make the playoffs. So yeah. at some point, maybe you get hot. Yeah. Maeda, maybe Maeda comes back late August out of the pen. Maybe that's going to... Help down the road. I, I don't know. They're still in the thing, despite their troubles. They're seven games over five hundred in the, a three and a half game lead. I think it's a three and a half right now, something like that in the division. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe remember, it's he, five, uh, five games. Isn't Snow like? Didn't is, is he's he's practicing again, right? Rehabbing, like, yeah. yeah, rehabbing, and he's hitting the hell out of the ball. Yeah, he's in single A. <laughs> Can we get rid of him for anything right now? I don't think you get much for him. I really don't. I think I think the analytics are out there, and yeah. same thing the Twins know. Every other team knows too. And um, I, I think that the hope is you can package him in a deal with some other guys to get some bullpen help. But that's probably your best hope right now for Sano. I think we've. I, it's not one of those deals where I got to give him a little more time. He's still young. He's not that anymore. He's not young, and we've given him loads of time, and we we know what we get with Miguel Sano, and it's it's not enough to hang on to him anymore, especially at the expense of younger kids. If 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 he gets you know booted up to the to the twenty five twenty six man roster with the big league club, who who the hell do you tell to go down right now? I mean, who do you who do you demote? I mean, that would just be a kick in the shorts for any of those guys right now. Well, like you, well, Spence, I agree with you when you said it. it uh, w- w- you don't think a big move is coming, and I only agree with you on that because it's the Minnesota Twins. When's the last time you know when a big move happened that we, we, you know, we got excited about it? You know, we we're like, whoa, look at that! They're making a making a run or making a push. That never happens. We've always been so reserved, so close to the vest with that stuff. So if something like that did happen, it would surprise me um, for sure. Um, but, and, and like you said, we're still leading the division. I think you're right. Three and a half games over Cleveland and five over Chicago, I think is where we're at, yeah, um, right. with Chicago coming up. So, I mean, that helps if we can beat them, but <laughs> yeah. we're also a team that will, pl- I, I, I was talking about it yesterday and said, well, I hope the team, cause they've been really good at playing down to their opponents levels. Mm-hmm. 
hopefully they yeah. against Milwaukee, they can play up to Milwaukee's level. And that they proved me wrong there last night. So, um, yeah, I, like I said, Spence, I agree. I don't see a big move happening. And if it did, we'll get all excited again, like Twins fans do. And it'll take about a week, and that'll be gone. Wah, wah. Yeah. All right, let's go around the horn real quick and give thumbs up or thumbs down on the Minnesota Timberwolves making the big trade for Rudy Gobert. Uh, they get rid of four or five players. The big, the, the big subtraction are the draft picks, the number one draft picks that they wow. to Utah. Uh, TJ, we'll start with you. We'll go around the horn. Thumbs up or thumbs down on the Rudy Gobert trade. I uh, I don't know really enough about this for a t- thumbs up or thumbs down to really matter. Um, but I, I like the idea of, of injecting a little excitement into right now, like I said, instead of the, the rebuild. So I'm going to give it a thumbs up. I think there's uh, some optimism there, especially coming off of last season uh, for for uh, Wolves fans and and obviously the the head honchos in the uh, on the team are are looking at winning right now. Hopefully that's the plan. And so yeah, I'm going to say it's a good thing going in. Well, again, Minnesota sports optimism. The off season is always the most exciting time. In the dead of winter, we're the biggest Twins fans in the world. And in the middle of the summer, we're the biggest Timberwolves fans in the world. So we'll see what happens. And uh, but yeah, thumbs up from me. All right, Dougie, thumbs up, thumbs down, and go bear. You know, I, I see where TJ's coming from, and I agree. Uh, it this just screams win now mentality. But I, I just I don't think he was a big enough name for what we gave up. I mean, he's he's a consistent really? player, and and he's going to make the team better. And they keep saying. Well, now it's it's him and Cat. It's still Ant's team to me, and I don't know. It it was a lot to give up, and I don't even know if we gave up the right players. But the draft picks, what four first rounders for a guy yeah, that uh, uh, yeah, you know, well, it might three, be three in a top ten or something like that, or three yeah. in a five or perhaps good, but not great. I, I I thumbs down. I'm not I'm not convinced that he's worth that much. Yeah, that was my initial reaction, but boy, you, you look at Gobert's stats, three-time defensive player of the year, and and let's face it, Cat, Cat, they've tried to teach him. De- it, that's never, Cat's never going to be wow. a defensive player, so you put a, a big guy next to him that does play defense, it'll be interesting to see what effect that has on Towns. Uh, Spence, uh, where's the thumb going? I'm a, I'm a big thumbs up on that, oh. just because... If you're if the, if you agree that the twins are not the twins, the Timberwolves are going to be competitive. If they're going to be one of the better teams in the league over the stretch, where we're giving up these number ones, what did we really give up? Somebody from twenty five to thirty two in the draft. Yep, a late first rounder, perhaps, which are question marks. Let's say. Right. Oh yeah. So you're giving up a potential on a late first rounder rather than a top ten pick if you're crappy. Right, so I I I like the all in. I don't think we gave up. Yes, on paper it looks all oh, this looks horrible with four, at least three number one or three first round picks, but they're probably late round first picks if the team is competitive. Does is this yeah. a page out of uh, the Minnesota Lynx philosophy here? Maybe I mean when you look at how dominant they had been for a little while, they built up this team, and now look at them, they are <laughs> terrible. So maybe they went all in, you know, Uh, to win now. And then they're like, okay, look, we're going to have to take a time where we're going to be a little terrible because we gave up a lot here in this situation. And I think Minnesota fans would be fine 
with winning now and suffering a little later, as long as it's not as much suffering as we've been through in the past. Do you find a player from pick 25, what did they pick 25 or 22 this year to 32 over the next several years? That is as good as Gobert. No, no, oh, no, probably no. not. <laughs> no, <laughs> not that late. You're yeah. right. And we're, we're, you know, it's always injury dependent, but we're set up now for the next four to six years with Cat's extension and Gobert's deal and young Anthony Edwards and young Jaden McDaniels. We're set up to be young and talented, not just for a year or two window, but for an extended period of time too. a period of time that should take us to when we might have draft picks again. But it's a matter of, I think, Spencer, you're hinting at this. You know, you, it's kind of a guaranteed, you know, you're getting a guaranteed talent versus taking a risk in the draft. Maybe the guy pans out, maybe he doesn't. And you're waiting how many years to find out if that guy's good. They were able to get Gobert. They gave up the draft picks, but I'll tell you what, the, the players they gave up, they didn't have to give up any of their their starting five. I mean, they they really we're able to make that deal without getting rid of another key player. And that's usually always part of a deal that that's that big. So your thumb is up. I thumbs way up. Yeah. Right. I, I, yeah. Time will tell again, but yeah, feeling good about that. Uh, anybody else freaked out about Marion Barber, the third's cause of death that was revealed the other day. Did you hear what he died of heat exhaustion? That is crazy. Because he liked to work out in sauna-like conditions. And he had the the thermostat in his apartment where he was working out was set to 91, and the furnace was running. That's Holy. Wow. That is disturbing. Isn't yeah. that something? Yeah. That's I mean, awful. that is amazing. The lengths that these guys go to to try to be in shape or stay in shape. And and it took it, it cost him his life. It's unbelievable. Yeah, after I I anything I like to do in 91 degrees or whatever nothing. you said it was. There's no. nothing. No. I don't care. No. It could be 60 degrees that I could break enough of a sweat. <laughs> yeah, I had mine yeah. 84 in my house, and I just turned it down because I was like, well, I'm not going to be the second one in this group. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not good. And uh, I know we're all going to be scrambling as soon as the uh, podcast is done today to go try and get that. Timberwolves public address uh, job. The guy uh, who's been doing it the past few years is leaving. There's an opening. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he's been there there for like five years. Apparently, I read his backstory on uh, how he kind of left a, a broken family life and came here looking to kind of start n- anew. Uh, and he said he's rebuilt, ready to kind of go back out there and be there yeah. for his family. And Good so he's him. leaving the state, and the job is open. But the Wolves haven't said how they're going to go about auditioning people for that yet. Well, you've got how many years of PA experience under your belt, TJ? I mean, uh, uh, yeah, eight? almost 20. It'd be 19 years in the fall for hockey. I've done yeah. some basketball, but I don't yeah. know a lot about basketball. Right. I don't know that I need to know as much as I would probably just learn along the way. It's mostly making sure sponsors get their names mentioned <laughs> and uh, and hyping big plays when they happen. <laughs> but uh, I've, I, There's a couple people in the building I've told, hey, this job's going to become open. You should audition for it. Well, I don't want to brag. I do have one Moondogs game under my belt. Oh, well, you didn't have to pee the entire time, so good for you. <laughs> a trucker bottle. All right, fellas, it's uh, good to be back. That's your Ball Guys podcast. We'll be back again soon.